going into my basketball. Every time I rock, man, this is how we rap around. Peace to my man. Now we got the camera out. Every time I spit it, cross over the all right, hello everyone. This is Josh, also known as Yashu, and you're tuning into episode 57 of the TLOI Talks podcast. You know, as mentioned, you can get it like on all platforms Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, much more. But, you know, we're going to get it started right here and all that, you know. So he's back and better than ever and all that. We had him on the platform just like last year and all that. And like now, like at this time around, he just dropped his latest EP. It's all a blur and has been doing like shows ever since and getting like a lot of like fame and notoriety is noticed, you know, with Soros back on the pod. How are you doing today, man? Good, man. Good. And yo, I'm glad to be back on this podcast. The first one that we had, it was amazing. Yeah, man. Uh, like, you know, So I'm glad that, you know, I'm back in this podcast and it's a new spot. This yeah. is new from what I first seen. Yeah, man, like, my first time, like, actually kind of showing my face, you know, to your <laughs> fans and viewers uh, right now. I mean, they've seen me before and all that, but just, like, more so in the light with you and me and all that. So, yeah. you know, it's good to get it on and all that, you know. And I know that you just dropped, like, your latest CP and all that. It's all, like, a blur and all that. And, you know, I wanted to figure out the inspiration and creative process uh, for that EP. <clears throat> Honestly, you know what? When I first decided to create the CP, I didn't have a plan on doing it this year. Right. But considering the the way that things have gone so far for me in my career, I think that I had a pretty solid fan base right now to release something like, like a project like that, because I had a lot of people, a lot of my supporters tell me every time, like, yo, you drop single after single every time. Why not drop a project? So, you know, I came out right away and I'm just like, you know what, I'm going to start the CP, probably do a five song EP, some short. You know, nothing crazy because I feel like if I drop an album right now with not the biggest fan base, yeah. it wouldn't make any sense. You know yeah, what I mean? Man. So starting off small and releasing this this EP, um, honestly, the the inspiration of it, it's like I dealt with a lot of relationship issues, heartbreak and all that stuff. And that's basically what the CP really is. You know what I'm saying from yeah. top to bottom, yeah, you can hear it. And if you listen from song one to song five, whatever, yeah. you can literally hear exactly how i'm expressing you know what i mean i got a story that i'm like talking about from start to finish yeah no 100 percent too and i kind of like you know like even like with the styling of the ep and all that to make it more like relationship based and all that and you've had like other songs too with your past single with tasha austin you know they weren't like also the on the ep as well too so when having like those previous singles like why weren't they like more so like on the ep oh uh, you know what i just wanted to have something fresh you know what i mean like I, I guess it would make sense if I put my recent single, like, Get Down with uh, Xavier and I put it into the EP. But the way I had this EP planned, though, I felt like that single would even make sense of, like, yeah. be in there. You know what I mean? So I wanted something fresh and I wanted something that people had never heard of yet. So this is quite of a surprise, I guess, for my supporters. You know what I mean? I don't really see artists that do that. They will usually put their singles, recent singles, into yeah. their project. You know what I mean? So I wanted to make it a little different. Yeah, man. And from what I've noticed, too, like, you know, the EP title also has, like, the same name as, like, Drake's uh, tour name. Like, it's all a blur tour and all that. So was it sort of, like, a coincidence, like, when, like, it was, like, released, like, even during that time when the tour happened? Um, You know what? I keep getting asked this question every time. And I'm, like, literally, this is, like, the proper time for me to speak on it. I've been very quiet about it. But when I first started working on this project, I didn't even think about Drake's tour or his next album, or single, whatever. I didn't even, like, check out any of that stuff. So in the mix of creating this project, I didn't really tell that his tour was called It's All A Blur. Now, if you think about it, his tour is called It's All A Blur Tour. 
right? So that's all mixed in together. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's not like he dropped an album with that name. He didn't drop a single with that name and stuff like that. And I keep telling these people that every time. And it's not the first time that artists have the same song titles, have the same EP titles, album titles. It goes, it goes on. You know what I'm saying? The history repeats itself. So it's like, it's not the first time this thing's happened. You know what I mean? And all due to respect to, to Drake. You know what I'm saying? I got a lot of respect for the boy. And I just didn't really realize that his tour name was It's All a Blur. Yeah. So in the mix of me doing this, I was not going to change up the name. I yeah. kept to it, and I have a reason as to why I named it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, again, if you heard the songs from top to bottom, that just says it all. You know, that explains as much as I could explain right here. You know what I mean? <laughs> nah, so. I'm too and all that. And, you know, like, when it first, like, dropped and all that, like, what was, like, the reception like and all that? Were, like, many people, like, really, like, tuning in into it and all that? Or, like, did you, like, even, like gain like new like listeners uh, from it like from that experience yeah you know what i gained a lot of attraction more so than my actual singles you know what i mean like i've attracted new followers i've attracted new fans from worldwide not even just canada you know what i mean so it's um it's actually it was it was a great look when you look at spotify for artists and you just see a lot of people already tapped in the day of the release it just yo it's it's a good feeling you know what i mean it's I just hope that everybody really enjoyed it, honestly. Yeah, no, 100% too. And how has, like, life been since, like, the last interview and all that? Like, I know, like, it has, like, gained, like, traction from there, but, like, you've managed to do, like, a lot, like, doing shows and all that, doing, like, features, you know, working on, like, certain songs and all that, like, even with music videos, with, like, Cruz and uh, with Meske, like, with uh, their music videos and all that. And I guess, like, how's it, how's, how's it been, like, so far, like, in that sense? And did it, like, change for you in terms of your experience and way of life? You know what? I've grown a lot as an artist. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I've grown a lot as an artist. And in terms of shooting music videos with Cruz and Mez, it's, they're just my guys. You know what I mean? They're my team. And when you have a specific team, you don't feel like switching on them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's cool that you can network with other guys and you're working with them and stuff like that. And you know what? For all I know that I could be working with some other people down the road. You know what I mean? Yeah. But these are my guys from now you know what i mean i'm gonna yeah. stick with them um from what i've been doing since the beginning so yo honestly i just i've grown a lot as uh in this industry and i've learned a lot about the business i've learned a lot about like features and stuff like that and how i should work my way around it and stuff like that so in terms of like networking that's what i like to do right and the more that i network the better and the more that i grow in this yeah. industry you know what i mean uh-huh. so yeah it's been going been going pretty good yeah man and i think what's interesting too is that like i was like seeing some of the posts like on ig as well too and like a lot of streamers are like really like tuning in especially i think there's like this female streamer that had like a high following that was like playing some of your songs and all that so Mm. how how did you even like manage to even get that experience so far and what was it like for you having music played outside of this whole like music room and all that so to like a different audience that aren't really like keen into music as much no it was a good feeling honestly like i didn't even know she was playing that on the um until somebody sent me that video it was actually one of my friends and i'm sure that you know he probably promoted it for me and stuff and you know he's like yo check out this this ep and whatever check out one of the songs and i had that video sent to me and when i seen it like yo it's a good feeling honestly like especially if they're a big streamer like any big streamer that you see out there like Kai Sinat or whoever, and yeah. you hear them listening to your music, like, yo, of course yeah. anybody's going to feel good about it, you know what I mean? Yeah. So 
it was a good feeling. And you know what? Shout out to them for even streaming it. Honestly, yeah. you know what I mean? No, I understand too. And like to kind of like add that in just like in general and all that, like usually even having your music played on like a huge level and all that can like really make wonders. Like especially yeah. if it's either like pay to play and all that or if they <clears> just like genuinely like love the song and all that. Like I remembered, I think uh, No Jumper uh, back then, you know, they've had, they've asked people like, you know, we could like stream your song like on our platform, like either from SoundCloud or from Spotify and all that. And you had to pay like a certain fee, but like it kind of works for like a lot of artists that were involved in all that. Like Jaleel like had that effect too. Um, this guy named uh, Dutch Revs from Toronto, he also like had like that little like famous world too. So, mm -hmm. you know, usually it kind of like works when you tap in with, with like certain platforms and all that. Or if it's like, you know, they just tune in, you know, just kind of works out from there and all that. Yeah, it does. No, honestly, like, just any recognition in general, yeah. really, that, that's all you need, honestly, yeah. especially if you're an upcoming artist, rapper, singer, whatever you are, yeah. like, that's a lot, you know what I mean? And the more recognition you get, the better it is, yeah, you know what I mean? So whether they hate you, love you, like, yeah. yo, they're streaming it at the end of the day. Yeah, you know no, crazy I mean? fact, so. too, it's like, um, even, like, you could have, like, your own merch if you're, like, a clothing designer, you could, like, send it to them, and, like, they could actually, like, review the clothing as well, too, like, for some, like, platforms that focus more on fashion, too, but, like, even with music, as you said, you know, you could pay to play or, you know, you could, like, just show them, like, the link. And if they play it, they play it. It's exactly. Good exactly. Exactly, man. No, for sure. And to add on more, how do you even feel about streamers and content creators, like, being more big, bigger influences than, like, most, like, rappers and artists nowadays? Yo, it's crazy. You know what? Streamers are rappers nowadays. <laughs> I'm not going <laughs> to hold you. Like, streamers are literally rappers. <laughs> like, if you can name any streamer that you watch or you know Kai Sinat, he's done a song. And Elite Choppa. Yeah. Right? Any other mainstream art um, streamers out there? I wouldn't say Aiden Ross, right? He's not really a rapper. But these guys act like they're rappers. They make yeah. a lot of money, just as probably not as much as a rapper, or they probably do make more. I don't know exactly how much they get paid, but these guys are rappers. Yeah. Like, let's be honest. Like, they're streamers, but they're rappers on the inside. Like, they dress like them. They 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 do everything. You know yeah. what I mean? So. Yeah, I was like reading a tweet from uh, Sneeko just like a while back. And exactly. He literally had that same tweet. Exactly. Neon was like also there too. And, you know, it's crazy. Every kid, like maybe from ages like five to like 15, know who Neon, Sneeko, uh, Aiden Ross, Kai Sinat, Phantom, mm -hmm. uh, Duke Dennis, <laughs> like they all know them, but like they're not going to know like the latest like, rapper nowadays, like, you know, like Moneybag Yo or like YG. Like some will know like a little bit more, but like not as much and all that. So, yeah. Yeah. Like, you know what? I think I wouldn't say that streamers have um, an easy way on gaining more of an audience than a rapper, right? But what I could say is they they do they're entertaining. You know what I mean? Like whether they're playing video games, whether they're doing some stupid shit on yeah. online and stuff, it's always gonna catch some kids' attention. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they just become fans and they keep watching them daily, especially if they stream yeah. every day. As for a rapper, it's like you know you wait until he drops the next single probably in a month or two or like took a little break for a year and stuff like that so i feel like an, a rapper or an artist in general i think it's a lot harder to gain that audience that you're really trying to attract than a streamer really can yeah. it's still hard for them regardless but i just they have so much more that they can do than a rapper really does you know what i mean all we do is the music and all that stuff but 
That's the way I see it. Yeah, man, Hundo P, like 100% too, you know, and, you know, getting back on to, like, what's going on with you, you know, you went viral, like, a while back, you know, freestyling, like, Lil Wayne's, like, a million, all that, like, oh. I actually wanted to know more about the backstory <laughs> of it, and I was, like, just, like, watching that random video, and then it was, like, posted by, like, a Toronto page, and yeah, did it, did his music, like, influence you, like, in some way, in that sense? Yo, honestly, well, I what was the song name that you just said, Amelia? Yeah. Something like that, that wasn't even the song, it was, it was that, um, he was a feature on that Jay Sean song. Um, uh, I think down it was down that, yeah. Some, yeah. So that was the song name of it. And I, yo, it was just recorded like at some party. It was, uh, I was just literally drunk and they played it in the background and I knew Lil Wayne's lyrics bar for bar. So it, uh, I guess when somebody recorded it, I just put it in my story and I had like gained attraction from these blog pages and decided to post it. But uh, I mean, like, yo, Lil Wayne, I grew up listening to him. You know what I mean? Shout out to him. He's an OG in this game. Yeah. You know what I mean? So shout out to Lil Wayne for real. Yeah. I, I grew up listening to that guy and. Of course, I'm just going to be influenced by him. You know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. So. Was this, um like, prior to you starting music, or was this, like, just, like, more so, like, a while back and all that? I would say more so a while back, like, ah, as true. a kid, honestly. Like, when I was a kid, I'm just listening to any artist who came out at the time. Ah, you know what I mean? Justin Bieber, Lil Wayne, like, Chris Brown, all these guys. You know what I mean? Ah, so. True. Uh, what, were your, what would your, like, top five, like, Wayne uh, songs uh, be like, actually, for you? Wayne songs? Yeah. <sighs> I can even remember them now. Lollipop would probably be one of them. Sure. Um, Amelie's definitely a good one too. Fireman. Um, like, if only I can remember a few more. <laughs> that's all. That's all I can remember right now, honestly. Uh, yeah. For me, like, <coughs> I've like listened to like Wayne from like top down to like bottom and all that. And for me, I'd say um, hustle music. Like, that's like one of my favorite songs of all time. Mm-hmm. Money on my ma- mind. Um. His song uh, with uh, T Pain, um, I think it's like uh, with the music video, like that they, they were like doing like a bank robbery and all that. Right. I have to find the name <laughs> of that song. Um, the song called I think Sunshine uh, by like him and Jazzy Faye and all that. That was like from the Carter One and all that. Like that was like one of the most like relaxing songs like I've ever like listened to. Um, and I'd say you know it's like a little bit of my fan fa- uh, fan favorite for me, mm-hmm. uh, six foot seven foot and all that. Like I think just like the music video and just like the lyricism and all that, it's like too crazy and all that. Right? No, yeah. I agree with you, man. And let me, you know what? Let me ask you something. I'm gonna interview you today. So <laughs> let me ask you something. When it, you brought up T Pain, so T Pain at the time you had a lot of auto tune. What yeah. are your thoughts on auto tune on music nowadays? Honestly, for me, I feel like auto tune works accordingly like if you have like the perfect like voice for it, like if it like hits accordingly too and all that like i know with t-pain like it actually gives like an interesting like melody and style mm-hmm. and all that like when Fu- when future started to do it like you could also notice it, it was like very rough and all that like if you listen to um this uh turn on the lights turn on the lights and all that like that was like one of the most like roughest like styles like he had at that time and then he started to improve and, like, find his, like, own sound for, like, coding crazy and all that and for, like, his mixtapes and all that. And it works with, like, a lot of people, too. Like, I know, like, 808s and Heartbreaks by Kanye, like, he used, like, a lot of, like, auto-tune at that time. And yeah. it kind of made it very interesting and, like, vibrant at that time. And it depends on, on how you work and all that. Like, if you have, like, no experience, you know, like, playing with your vocals, like, whether you're doing, like, like it depends you know like if it gets like kind of rough and all that then you know sometimes too you have to figure out like how you could like balance it how do you like balance the eq with the filter and all that 
for some artists that actually do have that unique like style or like they could like sing at like higher notes and all that or like they could like at least sing like sort of well then it should work like depending on the circumstance and all that yeah it's like if you know how to use it you use it you know what i yeah. mean but i i know there's plenty of artists out there who overuse it but i mean yo in the end of the day if it sounds good and you know how to use it People are going to listen to it regardless, yeah. right? I just want your thoughts on it, honestly, because yeah. I see a lot of people complaining about it nowadays and here yeah. and there, but... I feel you know. like with some people too, like I could like give like one example for someone who tries to like balance it like kind of well and all that, like mess and all that. Like, you know, yeah. usually when I first heard her music, I thought like it would actually be like very clean vocals, but like it was like auto-tune and all that, but she actually managed it to kind of do it like very perfectly, like in yeah. that sense to, to kind of make it to her style and all that. And it pretty much depends on like how you like play with it like if you've experienced like singing a lot and all that like it works 100 percent too yeah like for some people like it's not gonna work right away like usually like if you want to improve your vocals like get get a vocal coach and all that like a vocal coach can help you throughout the way in guiding you to the right sound to knowing the right pitches to knowing like what type of sound you are like for people who are baritone you know they'll usually go like very low and all that like yeah, friday and all that uh friday that uh, r&b singer like who did god did uh mm -hmm. it works for him for mm -hmm. people who are altos they try to do it more of a pitch like drake and all that or kanye for people who are i think uh soprano they just kind of hit that high voice like doja cat or like uh pink panthers and all that so it all depends on like how your range is and like how you work on it accordingly how you train with your vocal coach and all that so 100 percent, 100 percent, i agree with you there real time yeah, man and you know how is it like uh performing at bigger events nowadays like i remembered i think one of the most like well-known uh, performances you did was at the wheel of hip-hop uh, showcase at mm -hmm. mark Regional and all that and <clears throat> you know how's it like you know like even tapping in with like brands like that and with other brands and personalities yeah no shout out to we love hip-hop um friday and them you know what i mean um I had that opportunity to to perform at that show, and I would probably say it was probably one of my best performances that I had. I've had so many performances that I've performed at at a bar or a little venue here and there, and most times, like I just get screwed over, you know, depending who the promoter is and this and that. Like I usually get screwed over, and I just took a little break on performing for a while after that time, and I just had to focus more on my music and get it out there and release more. And stuff and then when the right time came for a performance then i would perform and that was the right time to perform right when they hit me up to perform at we love hip-hop's uh sponsored event and yo shout out to friday i met him that night cool guy you know what i mean and yo i just hope to get bigger shows down the road you know what i mean i've had opportunities to open up for big artists and stuff like that but again i guess it's just not the right time just yet right yeah no, i understand too and i think it just kind of depends on the people too because you know, from what I found out from, like, the past two, there was, like, a lot of, like, promoters or, like, managers that kind of do, like, Grammy things and all that to certain artists to not get their cut, cut and all that. And mm. I feel like, you know, if you understand artists, like, everyone wants to get paid and all that from the DJ to the dancers to everything else. Oh, too. yeah, 100%. Like, I feel like it has to kind of work right depending on your setup, too. And, right. um, like, usually with payment issues, too, like, I know that, like, sometimes, too, they have, like, a whole, like, ticket setup. And if they have, like, maybe 10 to 15 artists, you know whoever sells like the most tickets like that's like the uh, back end uh, for the night and all that exactly do you yeah. feel like it's kind of like maybe one of like a rough practice to kind of do that or do you feel like there should be a budget to set like payments like equally for like all artists and all that honestly i think i don't even know the word this but um i think it depends on the level that the artist is really in right now if you're really an underground artist and you're just still in the come up and nobody's really heard of you and stuff 
in terms of them paying you, I don't really think that they should get paid. In the end of the day, it's like you're trying to get recognition. You're trying to get uh, a uh, audience to listen to your music, a new audience, right? And you're going to be in front of thousands of people, hundreds of people and stuff like that. And you want to have that opportunity to perform. So I don't think it's more so like, yeah, you got to pay me in order to perform because you're not at that level, right? You don't have that name out for yourself just yet. Now, in terms of a artist who is mid or even in the top tier, then I would say top tiers where, you know, they deserve to get paid. You know what I mean? They deserve to get an equal pay and to perform for however long that their set time was supposed to be at. And same goes for the mid, uh, mid-tier mid artists. You know what I'm saying? Maybe not as high as the top guys, but at least like some reasonable. You know what I mean? Some fair. And it's just like, okay, you know what? I get my cut. You get your cut. Everybody gets paid. Turns out to be a good show. And that's just how it goes. You know what I mean? When I first came up, I never really got paid for any shows. I just went out there to try to get my audience. Yeah. You know what I mean? So And it also depends on like who you work with well. Like I remembered I think you were opening up for Cruz and Mez, like just like mm-hmm. last year at Lula. Like I felt like, you know, having friends and having people around you like host the show or do their own thing, it works better than you know, like a third party who might not know you as much or who might not know you at all. And like, they don't know like the intentions of how they'll work with the artists and how they'll set up the show and all that. So, you know, usually for this question too, do you feel like, is it important to establish like friendships and business like relationships in the industry? Or do you feel like it's like a different like setup nowadays and all that? Um, I think that you shouldn't mix business and friendships together. Honestly, I think like, you know, I'm friends, I'm good friends with Cruz and Mez. But when it comes to business, it's business. You know what I mean? When it comes to certain prices, to certain things, like, you just have to go with it. You know what I mean? You got to go with what their 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 prices are at, and you got to just work on the business side. You know what I mean? So I never like to mix friendship with business because it just, I guess it would ruin the friendship and the business. You know what I mean? It would ruin both things. And you got to really have to, you're going to gonna have to learn how to split both. You know what yeah. I mean? So split when you're in business, you're in business. And when you're chilling with your friends and you're just chilling around, whatever, kicking it, then that's a different story. But when in terms of just business, you got to focus on that business. You know what I mean? It's a different story. Yeah, no, I'm just too, man. And, you know, we're just getting on to this other part uh, right now, you know, more so within hip hop and with everything else uh, too nowadays. So since uh, Drake dropped for all the dogs and all that, like it's been uh, big for him because of like Adonis getting into music and the references like in the songs and all that and i want to get your opinion on the project do you feel like it's his uh, best project yet or no you- <laughs> i wouldn't even, no <laughs> i wouldn't say it's his best project again shout out to drake but i wouldn't say it's his best project i would definitely say it's mid you know what i mean like i wouldn't say every song was terrible you know what i mean but i did like a few songs in that album and i i just feel like it was rushed you know what i mean i just think that album was a little rushed he was on tour probably just hit a few different studios and just rushed a few songs and you know it just came out the way it did but again at the end of the day he's getting he's getting his streams people are still gonna listen to him talk about him and stuff like that so again shout out to him for what he's doing honestly maybe it's not my you know favorite album but again like i would say it's mid Uh, i mean so shout out to jersey though yeah, man. From what I've noticed, I haven't like really taken into like a full account of that project, but I know it is like sort of interesting from what I've uh, noticed. Like I noticed um, first person uh, shooter with J. Cole, like that was like also there. IDGF uh, with uh, Yeet, like with the whole like Shadow and Daylight uh, reference, like that was like pretty interesting as well, too. That right there, that J. Cole and Drake song, crazy. I think those two, 
Yo, if he ever watches this podcast, yo, Drizzy, drop an album with J. Cole, man. That collab album will go crazy. That's all I got to say. Yeah, man. <laughs> That's I remember, all I got to yeah. say. I remember, like, people were even, like, talking about it for a bit, too, that this isn't Drake's mature project, you know, because he's, like, nearly in his 40s, still rapping like a kid yeah. and all that, too. And, yeah. you know, there were, like, old heads, like, even, like, talking about it on The Breakfast Club, Joe Budden. And I remembered, I think uh, there was, like, also this idea, too, from Hello You Seen from YouTube, how... You know, usually you try your best to be young and refresh within that memory in order to kind of be like in music right now. When you're kind of making mature music, you're only going for a mature artist and audience and all that. And do you ever feel like artists should like mature within their music in order to keep up uh, with the fan base? Or do you feel like trying to mix it like all together like kind of works better? No, I think mixing it really works better. I think what Drake's doing is the right thing, honestly, you know, because obviously you want to be in that mature level and you want to gain that you know, that adults that has been rocking with your music for years and stuff like that. But you also want to gain attention and attraction from the youngins, you know, the young people, the young audience who are listening to you and have, have been watching you for, like, years now, you know what I mean? It's good to mix up both of them. You can't just, like, again, what Joe Budden said, like, I disagree with what he said, you know what I mean? So, again, I'm not I'm not going to get in the mix of that because that's not my... my uh-huh. um, like place 14, to be speaking yeah, no, exactly right. my yeah, place man. to be speaking on but again like i think what he's doing right now is, is perfect like mixing both you know what yeah. i mean you're gaining a, a younger audience and you're gaining um your og fans yeah, you know what i mean like you're still having them around regardless so yeah, and like you know usually right now we're in hip-hop uh, 50 right now we're celebrating like 50 years in hip-hop and all that and you know there's still like discussions about it to this day due to like low album sales and all that and you know honoring like the ogs and all that and all that type of stuff too and like in your opinion do you feel like it's dead right now or is it getting better than ever with like these new sounds and creations going on right now no it's dead it's i'm not gonna lie it's hip-hop has not been the same for a couple of years now like they've been having struggles of getting a number one hit for like what was it a year now like something like that like hip-hop hasn't just been the same but again, like, you know, shout out to every new artist who's coming out there, like Sexy Red and Ice Spice and all these guys, you know what I mean? Like, they're doing their thing. But again, just in terms of getting hits nowadays, it's, it's I feel like they just do songs to get that, that rut, like, that rush, you know what I mean? Just to have that, that little good week of just what went on for, like, that one day and that's about it, you know what I mean? But, like, I think they, they do it more so for TikTok. The way I see it is like they do stuff to trend on TikTok and not actually make it on number one hits on like billboards and stuff like that. So I I think that hip hop just hasn't been the same, honestly. But again, anything can change. You know what I mean? Like hip hop can just come back to the way it was. Maybe things can change. Maybe we're going to just decide to listen to R&B nowadays. You know what I mean? Like music changes every year. You know what I mean? So yeah, And I know like Afrobeats is like more popular like nowadays Mm -hmm. too. Uh, country music surprisingly is sort of yeah. famous because of like Morgan Wallen and that um, Oliver uh, Anthony uh, mm-hmm. guy and all that and like uh, I think Luke Bryan as well too with like Fast Car and then also Reggaeton and all that with like Peso Pluma and you know Maluma and all those other people too and all that and I feel like it's going to a direction where we want to make it like palatable for like everybody and all that too and I do feel like there's some people that are bringing that essence back in hip-hop like I think uh, Tiso Touchdown who's doing like unique wonders for his music griselda and all that and like even like some like you know lyrical artists too and all that so it kind of depends on where that time should be and all that yeah yeah, man. yeah no i think latin music is actually killing it right now 
Latin, Afro beats, like they're all killing it right now. I don't think like any everybody's just been getting so bored of like how rap's been going on nowadays that they just decide to they rather listen to R and B and like rock music or a country like you said like yo it's, there's other music out there other than rap you know what i'm yeah. saying and people are just taking it in now like they're just rather listening to it now and again i've had i've had total respect for all those artists and that type of genres doing their yeah. thing you know and i'm glad that people are actually taking their time to listen to it now maybe it's because like they got no choice but yeah. again they're they're probably liking it you yeah, know what i mean know. for all i know like yeah not for sure. And I know, like, nowadays, too, with social media, too, it is, like, a very, like, interesting uh, time, too, as well, on how content is, like, formulated and all that. Yeah. But do you feel like social media ruined the aspect of, like, hip-hop or, like, music and the influence slash respect of an artist in general? Or do you feel like it benefits uh, them more, like, in that sense? Uh, that's a tough question. Um, I wouldn't say it ruined it as much, right? I could say it's benefiting them a lot. A lot more because they get to just create different types of content every day. You know I mean, you're posting something above like either your song or a bar on your song or whatever it is. And you're posting content out there. People are just going to get attracted to it, right? It's going to gain attraction and you're going to probably go viral from it. So yeah. again, like it's gaining streams, it's gaining views. You know what I mean? I, I don't even, I wouldn't even call it like cloud chasing in any way, yeah. unless it is, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, I just think that social media really benefits artists or content creators in that matter um, than actually bringing it down. Yeah. Like, honestly, like, maybe... maybe It kind of depends on, like, the content on how, like, people post and all that, too. Yeah, Like, exactly. if you post, like, the negative, then you're going to receive the negative. But exactly, But if you yeah. do tend to post, like, more positive stuff and all that, I mean, Jason Derulo was, like, one example uh, throughout that time, like, during the pandemic and everything else, too. Like, he was always posting you know, regular stuff and all that, like, on TikTok that, you know, no one noticed, like, the bad stuff about him and all that. Like, Will Smith at, like, one point uh, during the pandemic, he was, like, collaborating collaborating with, like, Jason Derulo at one point. You know, it all worked well for him. People, like, liked him at one point until the whole, like, Oscar situation and all that. And it just kind of depends on the situation. Like, it kind of depends, like, hey, if we see you at a light where it's, like, very negative, then we're only going to have, like, that negative image. But if it's, like, only positive... Like, people can forget about the negative, like, in that sense and all that. Yeah, no, exactly. But if they're, again, if they're doing it on purpose, um, negative content, they're doing it on purpose and they just have it out there. Like, at the end of the day, the way I see it is negative content seems to get more traction than the positive yeah. nowadays, unfortunately. But that's the truth. You yeah, know man. I mean? so, no, 100% too. And yeah, it's just, like, both. I guess it's a good and bad thing, right? Yeah, but, man. And I remembered, I think uh, one day you were, like, talking more about TikTok and all that mm. on, like, you know, music, like, you know... You know, if you like my music, like, definitely tap it in. Like, if you, like, don't like it, you know, like, there's, like, no other choice. You can just, like, scroll down and all that, too. And yeah. I feel like with some people, too, like, they have, like, an interesting aspect on, like, what they talk about, like, within music, too. And do you feel like finding a way to make your music go viral on TikTok is a fair, creative, effective, like, marketing strategy proposal for artists to use? Or does it, like, diminish, like, the artistry and all that? No, TikTok's a great platform. I think, like, a lot more artists should be using it more than Instagram itself. You know what I mean? Like, the more ads that you run on TikTok, it creates more attraction than you running ads on Instagram or YouTube. You know what I mean? Honestly, like, maybe YouTube ads were, like, a big thing back then. But nowadays, this platform just came in and just freaking swipes the both of them. You know what I mean? So, the more that you use it and the more that you use it properly and promote it the right way, then, again, like, yo, your song can go viral in a matter of, like, a couple of days, maybe the night. <laughs> like... <laughs> Yeah. You know, so I would suggest like definitely a lot of artists who are listening to this right now use TikTok a lot more. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to use it a lot more myself. Yeah. You know what I mean? So 
Forgot I want it. to also ask, did it like work for you? Like with some tracks uh, that you've had uh, before when you posted? Um, I would say probably one of my songs for uh, my EP right now, um, My Mind. I released um, this little clip video of me singing just a chorus and stuff like that on uh, TikTok. Ran a little ad on it and it gained attraction, you know what I mean? Gained some views. And maybe I just didn't run it as long. But again, like if I just continue running the ads, I would gain that attraction. Maybe go viral for all I know. You know what I mean? So again, it all depends if like, if people really rock with it, again, you're going to have people who like your music and you're going to have people who don't. You know what I mean? So yeah. if they do, shout out to them. If they don't, kick rocks. Like, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, you know man. I mean? And but. I think, like, if it works well, like, it does work well. And, like, I know, like, a lot of people, too, like, they gain, like, more fan bases from it, too, and all that. And, like, more recognition, like, you know, more media pages, like, tend to post more. Yeah. And, you know, you gain, like, a following and all that. Like, some person from... Hill that you've probably never met before is like tuning into your track right now and exactly. just kind of makes like a new fan like in that sense too so. exactly you know especially when I promote on TikTok or Instagram I don't tend to just promote in the city in Canada and stuff like that like cool it would be cool if the city knows who I am and stuff like that and they're shooting my music but my goal is to market worldwide like globally Europe uh, South America Africa like you name it, you know what I mean? Like, I'm trying to get my music heard worldwide, not just the city. You know what I mean? Because, again, if the city knows you and they fuck with you or they hate you, whatever it is, you go elsewhere, they're not going to know who you are. And it's like, you're going to start from day one again. <laughs> it's like, now you're going to try your best to try to get your name out there. And even if you promote it in those type of countries, again, you go to those countries, maybe a few people will know who you are, but it won't be like starting from scratch. You're like, yo, okay, now I got to actually start again, try to promote in this certain area and this and that and try to gain an audience there so i guess if you promote it the right way um globally then it'll work for you you know what i'm saying i'm still learning myself you yeah, know what i mean so shout out to the people who do listen to my music though for real yeah man and you know especially for toronto right now i feel like you know the only way that you can make it right now like that's how like most people view it nowadays is if you like rap about like you know being from the streets and all that like you know, getting into drills and all this type of stuff like that. And, you know, it has worked well for the majority of a lot of, like, Toronto rappers and all that, too. But, like, there are other people that never, like, live that lifestyle that, you know, they do get respected, but not in the sense where, you know, this is, like, a Toronto rapper and all that. And mm -hmm. do you ever feel that there's, like, a stigma for, like, even, like, for female and, like, non-street-related, like, Toronto artists to be recognized and taken seriously as opposed to Toronto street artists? And what can we do to remove that stigma and shed more light on them? Um, I bet I've been asked this question before and like it was tough to answer it, but the way I can answer it right now is I think drill is a trend right now. Drill music's just a trend. You know what I'm saying? People are doing it in New York, people are doing it in Toronto now. And again, shout out to the people who are doing it. It's a trend right now, you know what I'm saying? And whatever's trending, people love to hop on that trend and go with the flow, you know what I'm saying, and follow it. Um for me personally, I don't do drill music. I'm not about none of that life. You know what I'm saying? So in terms of you bringing up artists who don't rap about the street life or don't rap about um, politics and stuff like that, um, I still think that these type of artists, which I'm going to include myself into it because I'm one of those artists, I think we deserve more recognition, the same probably, same recognition as those guys are probably getting. Maybe they're getting more recognition because of the stuff they're rapping about. You know what I'm saying? And it is what it is. Again, like back to what I was saying, it's a trend. You know what I mean? But um, I think that any female singers out there, melodic artists or uh, Afro artists and stuff like that, I feel like these guys deserve to get more light shine onto them. 
honestly, because there's talented artists out there. I met so many artists, talented artists out there, females, males. Like, I met so many of them. And they just don't have that recognition as they probably deserve. But again, like, music can change any year. You know what I'm saying? Every year music changes. And who knows? Maybe one time, like, those artists who hasn't been recognized, maybe next year we'll get that spotlight. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, again, music just changes every time. As, yeah. as of right now, drill music's the trend. And it is what it is for the yeah. artists who are not doing drill music and stuff like that. Yo, just keep doing what you're doing. Yeah, At the end of the day, you got your audience and you're doing it for them. You know what I mean? So... That's all that matters. You don't have to follow no trends. Just do it for your people. That's why they listen to you because they fuck with you and they fuck with your music. And that's the only people you got to focus on. Yeah. Who cares about the trend and what's going on in the world? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's the way I see it. You know yeah, what I mean? 100% too. And I think it was like that at one point too, like, you know, between 2015 to 2018. And this is like when, you know, like Ram Riddles was like kind of making and also to like Safe and like Jimmy Prime and like Smoke Dog and all that. And, like, even that whole Toronto, like, R&B style, like, a lot of people were, like, kind of making it from there. And, like, even, like, with some, like, conscious rappers, like, Trey Mission and all that, and, like, Raz Fresco. I feel like it kind of shifted when people expected more of that, like, realness and all that, too. Because they want to see, are you really, like, about it and all that, too. And I think, like, it has been discussed, like, all over and all that, too. Because if you, like, you know, talk about, like, hey, like, I'm a driller, this, that, do-do-do, I'm smoking on this, I'm smoking on that. You know, people want to prove it like, hey, do this drill or hey, if you're not doing that, you know, you're not about that life. And then usually if you're not about that life, you know, you get made fun of. But if you do like kind of do that and, you know, you do pay the consequences for that, then, you know, you get clowned out as well, too. So it's a lose lose like situation from there and all that, you know, so I feel like not only do they get clowns, but for the people who do cap about that life and they don't actually live that life, I feel like. Not only are they getting clowned, but they're putting their life at risk. Honestly, yeah. like think about it. There's so many people out there who rap about that stuff. They don't live it and they know it. And they're putting their life at risk without them even knowing. You know what I mean? And I feel like that's that's such a bad thing. It's a sad thing to see. But again, like if I have one piece of advice for any artists out there who are doing it, and I'm not going to call them out because, again, I don't know one personally, but I have seen it on social media and uh, in terms of, shit that's been happening like yo just don't rap about stuff that you don't do like you know what i mean if you're not about that life you're not about that life it's okay you know what i mean it ain't like you know yeah there's nothing wrong with it you know what i mean yeah. just don't put your life at risk like that because street mans are street mans you know what mm-hmm. i mean and they know what it is and for people who are not just don't get involved with that because again it's like you're playing with your life for real yeah no, you know what i mean it's real. not it's not cool man but, yeah you know I'm just into and I know like since you have like the EP out right now and all that, mm-hmm. uh, do you have like any of the plans like in promoting the EP and all that and anything else like for the rest of the year in terms of like any other like content or creative projects and so forth and all that? Um, you know what? As of right now, I'm promoting my EP as much as I can in podcasts like these, social media, stuff like that, even like shows if I end up getting one down the for till the end of the year. Um, I want to promote the CP as much as I can from till the end of this year. What I could say is one more single I am going to drop till um the end of this year. I'm going to be dropping a Christmas single. And I've been dropping that the last two years. I'm saying it's just my routine nowadays. And there's no artists who do that. No artists that I know in the city that do that stuff and grab, um, drop a Christmas track every Christmas, every year. Nobody's done that. I don't know one personally. And yeah. if you do know one, let me know. 
You know what I mean? It's dope. Yeah, but again, I do that. That's my 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 routine, and I'm gonna be dropping that this year, uh, before the holidays hit. And in terms of dropping more after that, probably not. Um, I'm gonna start off fresh next year. Probably have a new sound. You know what I'm saying? And I just want my supporters out there who are listening right now. I want you guys to um really stay tuned for it, honestly, because I got some really good stuff coming up, coming up, and um, I think honestly of how things are going right now um if it keeps going the way it is i think maybe even an album project you know what i'm saying but i'm not gonna say i'm dropping one but again it could happen you know what i mean know. i didn't announce i was gonna drop the cp this year until i did and then people were shocked yeah man yeah, uh so. do you know if there's gonna be like a merch line uh for the ep or like even for the christmas christmas stuff and all that i wouldn't say the christmas stuff not this year anyway but for the ep yeah for oh, sure shoot. i got merch on the works right now and again stay tuned for that and yo, just grab yourself some sauce. You know what I mean? <laughs> like some drip. Yeah, Dress up, man. Yeah, I mean it's getting cold right now, so like getting a hoodie mm-hmm. or getting a toque, like it's all that matters, you know. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah, man. Exactly. And do you have any like closing remarks uh, you'd like to say right now? Um, you know what? I would say shout out to everybody who are streaming my music right now, who's streaming the EP. Shout out to everybody who has been watching every single music video I've been dropping this year, last year, whatever. And for, shout out to the people who's been rocking me since day one. I'm saying shout out to my team, shout out to the guys who are always with me in the studio, working with me, helping me out, especially the guys who helped me doing this, um, start creating this EP. Shout out to those guys because without them, it wouldn't come out the way that it did. Uh, again, shout out to Cruz, shout out to Mezke, shout out to my dog, Kaden. And yo, again, just stay tuned for new music. And all I got to say is I'm going to be surprising a few people out there. I'm saying so yeah. stay tuned for sure. for sure so you can follow me on instagram at official.sores you can find me on spotify apple music youtube sores s-o-a-r-e-s you can find me on all streaming platforms and again if you never heard about me you heard about me today so go stream that shit up and yo just let me know give me some feedback all right, man. You know, Soros, it's been like a pleasure, like having you back on and all that. Appreciate it. You know, you, dope man. facts, you know, dope discussions and all that. And just kind of worked out from there and all that. And we'll definitely have like more soon and all nah, that. 100%, you know? man. Yo, it's the second time. Who knows? Could be more. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, and yo, yeah. this is Josh, also known as Yashu. TLY Talks, episode 57. You know, yeah, we'll close yeah. by the 60 and all that. So, you know, definitely stay tuned for more content and for everything else, too. You know, uh, we've got some like interesting stuff uh, going on in the way. So, like, definitely tune in on. All platforms, you know, as mentioned before, too. And, you know, this is episode 50, uh, 57, you know, with Soros and all that. Uh, uh, Soros and all that <laughs> for people tapping in on IG and everything else, too. You could, like, find that everywhere else, too. And, you know, this is Tilo I Talks. Josh, also known as Yashu, with Soros, you know, signing off, you know. Yes, sir. <laughs>